0: This is a HeadGum gum original. <laughs> What's that, hobby? Is that a hobby? I don't know. Is that your hobby? Tell me now. Is that a hobby? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> happy hobbying. Ba da ba ba da ba. Welcome, welcome to Hobby Hunter with your girl, Sydney, with two E's. I'm having a fantastic week. Fantastic. And by fantastic, I mean I am not doing much once again. I will say that I spent a lot of time staying up at night watching a few things. I watched I Care A Lot with uh, that gone girl bitch. I, I, I do know her name, but I just like calling her gone girl the lead in Gone Girl, the Gone Girl bitch. She's back on another uh, in another movie being cuckoo crazy as well. And I mean, I watched the whole thing and I was furious. I was so angry. I don't suggest you watch it, but if you do watch it, your blood pressure will go to the ceiling. It, I was on edge the whole time. And what I wanted to happen, I was like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. It did not happen. And it, it, it's just, it's one of those movies that you, you're going to hate watch. It's good. It's, the acting's great. The writing's great. It's good. But Netflix, ooh, you, ooh, you grind my gears sometimes. You grind my gears. Uh, but yeah, I, I, watched a lot of, I watched a lot of TV. You know, I love my reality shows, the reunions. They always kill me and put me in a great mood. But also when I wake up at 4 a.m., because, you know, I take a, I take a little break when i'm doing my uh reality shows i watch two at a time close my eyes cuz it's a lot of negativity and toxic stuff and so i have to reset you can't watch reality tv all freaking day you got to take a nap in between guys you got to you have to be responsible be responsible with your time close your eyes reset then get back in the game i love it i love it this is this is just my life i wish i wish everybody can just see that the dumb shit that I had to do over here in this apartment, this two bedroom apartment with my two freaking cats and so many plants that are dying. I have another plant that's on its deathbed right now because, you know, I, I, that's my hobby, like being a green thumb. But I guess I'm more like Dexter in the sense that I'm I'm killing. I'm doing more killing than keeping them alive. But it's fine. Oh, so happy for this guest today. I mean, we have a lot in common. A lot. Maybe because I, you know, FaceTime her all the time. She's she's a really good friend. I think we keep each other sane and we do wellness checks all the time. She's a really good friend. She's also an actress, a comedian. She was recently in the movie The King of Staten Island, honey, on Hulu. She hosts an amazing podcast, That's Messed Up, an SVU podcast. Give it up for my very, very good friend. Lisa Traeger.
1: Wow. That was so fun. I can't yeah. believe you said actress before comedian, but I'll let it slide.
0: Oh, baby, because, I, you know, we were running lines last night. So I know, I know that you are actress. You're giving it.
1: <laughs> I know. And then today, instead of learning lines for another audition, I had to, I had to catch The Real Housewives of Atlanta. But it was- I love, to-
0: I, I love that you said that because I, instead of um, taping a self-tape, today, I ended up staying up so late because I watched, um, I care a lot on Netflix ruined my life. And then I, I watched this series. It's called uh funeral with the Bernards or something like that. And it's about a, like a black family that owns a funeral home and it's hilarious. It's so freaking good. I mean, it's like, uh, six feet under, but, but a lot funnier and just just Hopefully chill. a
1: lot, lot funnier. Yeah,
0: it's not it's not, it's not, not sad. It's hilarious. Um, I
1: binge watched Six Feet Under and then I did Molly during that time and I had a full breakdown because yeah. I, I didn't realize what was real and what wasn't and I was like crying for one of the characters and people mm-hmm. had to I was in a hostel in Cleveland, Ohio and people <laughs> had to be like, David's not real. It's not real. But I was just so <laughs> fucking moved by that you know, show.
0: We are so fucking hyped about all of this. I mean, you just have to tell us what your hobby is. Like, explain it right now. My
1: hobby is watching TV, straight up. And I think for a long time there was like shame. I should. I mean, I used to collage as well, but now people there's not enough magazines around. (laughs) Um, and especially now that I'm not flying, there's no magazines. But um, I love TV, and now that TV is like so prestige. You know, people are very into it. It's less shameful. And because of the pandemic, we're all doing it nonstop.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it really is my, what I do most of the day. And my therapist, uh, I was raised on TV in the basement a lot alone. And she says that I think TV is my friend. And that I have to learn that it's not. But...
0: Well, I, first of all, I I like your therapist, but don't love her. Because TV is your friend. I mean... I I wouldn't have half the personality I have right now in the pandemic if it wasn't for TV. You hear me?
1: Yeah, and to me, it was always, like, TV, food, weed. And now I'm, like, eating healthy, and I haven't smoked weed in months. And the TV is staying strong. Like, it's not a trifecta. Like, TV (laughs) is truly the number one. Because I also haven't drank in months. Like, it's really my favorite thing to do. And I have a book on my nightstand. have not opened it yet.
0: You know, the thing is, is about... (laughs) Reading a book is it, it takes so much effort. You have to open the book and then you have to use your eyes. You have to you kind of have to be in an upright position. You can't just lay on your back and read. It's not as comfortable. TV, you turn it on and it can just stay on all day and you don't have to do shit. I mean, unless you're on Netflix when it's going to ill ass like, "Are you still watching?" and it's like, "Can you guys stop? Just delete it." The, Yes, we're watching. We're still yeah, here. Yeah,
1: but for sleeping purposes, I appreciate that. Because like Disney Plus will play all night. Mm-hmm. HBO Go will play all night. Hulu I do. I, I If you don't make the setting, it'll yeah. play all night. So Netflix is actually nice to fall asleep to. Some BoJack Horseman.
0: Mm-hmm. So Very can, dark, very dark show.
1: <laughs> <it's>, yeah, dark <laughs> but funny. But I'll fall asleep to SVU as well. And then at hotels... Being a comedian on the road, like yeah, it was forensic files. I hate when the remote doesn't have a sleep feature on it though
0: <laughs> yeah you know i I don't I don't care about a timer I don't care about if it's on or if it's off. I just need the TV going so that I can go to sleep because if there's nothing on it's so hard for me to close these beautiful brown eyes.
1: And when you're with your girlfriend, does she need TV too? Or is she annoyed by your TV? Or what's the deal?
0: Um, we, we are on the couch a lot and we fall asleep, but then we wake up and we turn the TV off and we go to bed, which is not my life at home. At home, I lay on the couch all day, all night. The cats are in the bed. That, that's their bed. That's not mine. And then I have the projector on and I wake up and it, it's in flames because it's, <laughs> like, it's been on for days.
1: I didn't know you were so fancy. I what do you mean? You're a, proje- a projector? That's nice. Uh, of course I, I know. I follow you on Instagram. I don't know why I'm suddenly yeah. so shocked by that.
0: I think a TV hurts your eyes more. And then looking at the laptop hurts. But when it's like all the way on the wall and you, you can see it, but it's not the crispest. Uh, It's not crispy because I don't have um, that projector wall in the back. I don't have that. So it's just on the wall, but it's not on a, like, white sheet. So it's kind of—it's a little—it's light. It's light on my eyes. So I think it's better for me and my my bad habits of watching it all day, all night. I can't really watch it during the day because there's light in my apartment, and it's not—it's very faint on the wall. But as soon as it gets 6 o'clock— Boom. We putting a projector on. Wow. We watching porn. We, we got to th- throw a little porn on there just to, you know, get the, the neighbors jumping, jumping.
1: But enough about me. Who cares no, about me? No, but that's interesting that you have like a time. You can't do it in the day. You need no. the sun to go down.
0: Yeah. I, I'd rather just be on my phone during the day and then I'm off of my phone dur- at, at night because I'm watching the
1: projector. You're not off your phone at
0: night. <laughs> You don't know
1: my life. Lisa. I feel like your number one hobby is FaceTime.
0: It is. It is. It's, it's how I connect. It's how I make sure people are not lying. You know, if you talk on the phone, if you text on the phone, lies, upon lies. FaceTime, I see your, I see you. I see your eyes. I see your soul. I know that you're going through some shit.
1: But you know, on Twitter, like on social media now, people are like, "How dare you Facetime me without a warning? I need a warning. I'm not like that at all. Facetime uh, me. I'll Facetime you. I don't care. I don't need a text to give me a heads up. You know
0: the warning when you're spiraling on Insta stories and you have like a hundred notches up. Yeah, I'm fucking Facetiming you. Okay, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. If you don't want me to Facetime you, how about you keep clean it up on the social media so I don't have to worry? Okay.
1: Yeah, fucking yeah people so, you, so so you watch
0: <laughs> you watch TV every single day.
1: Yeah. every day, whether it's something new or I have like my classic go-to's that are always in the background. and then with those, I always go through phases of the classics. What's your classics? My classics, um for like bed and background are Sex in the City," Simpsons, Bojack Horseman, SVU. Um, and Seinfelds; Those are kind of the main background. What a fucking shows. lineup, Lisa. Yeah. Those Fair. are. And then sometimes I'm like, I'll throw on a Dexter just for shits. Like, I'll just be like, I'll, I'll throw on a Dexter, like a weird hour long. But and then I do have go to movies that I like to keep in that. I've seen like, you know, dozens of times. But, and what are those? I fall asleep to young adult a lot. Hmm. I've never heard of that. It's with Charlize Theron and Patton Oswalt, and it's uh, Diablo Cody wrote it, who did okay. you know. It's really, it's fucking good. I fall asleep uh-huh. to that a lot. But yeah, like mostly rom-coms, like 10 things, like my plane, you know, I miss planes. Yeah, planes were great. I would watch a movie or two depending on flight time, and then I timed it like the last little bit you would put on a TV show, like the half hours when- mm-hmm. And then the worst is when you're sitting in the front of the plane and you have to put your TV down (laughs) before you land. Yeah. (laughs) I fucking hate that. But I like the leg room and the, you know, you get to be run off first. But yeah, those are my absolute backgrounds. And then um, I also now am, Drag Race and Bravo are very important to me. And those are on in the background or like no phone, no nothing. I am watching the new episode of A Housewife or A Drag Race.
0: You know, I need my phone during the housewife because I need to be texting. I need to be updating people about how
1: messy it but is. But I'll you know? pause it. I need to pause it because I need to focus on new episodes like that. So I'll tell. Ta- I'll. I I, I pause. Mm-hmm. And then after Drag Race, my addictions continued. Where I go on YouTube and then I watch <laughs> the pit stop and I watch all the queens talk about it and I need to know, you know, what Bob the drag queen thinks about them. <laughs>
0: You know, I I feel like how could you how could you ever be bored, Lisa? You can't. You I'm can't not. Be, no, you're not. I I can never I like well, sometimes I I will say that I see your Insta stories and I was like, "Okay, you know, Lisa's got some free time in between Sex and the City and SVU, but
1: that's not even boredom. That's like loneliness, I bet. When I'm oh, doing the games. Oh yeah. When I'm doing insta-game filters, I'm just like, I need interaction.
0: All right. Okay. So there's a difference between boredom and loneliness. Yeah. Boredom, but what okay, can you please explain this the difference? Cause I don't, I don't know.
1: Um, bored. I don't know. I don't know if I know classic definitions, but bored is like bored in the house, and I'm in the house bored, and I never run out of <laughs> things to watch. Um, and then lonely is like, I wish someone was here watching with me, or like, I just wish there was someone to make out with.
0: So, okay, so we've got the definition of boredom and uh loneliness. So, you've you grew up on TV.
1: Your I was raised life. on TV. My parents work. They're older, foreign, and they're they're Russian, old school. So it wasn't like, oh, it's game night or like let's mm-hmm. talk about things. There's no emotional chats. Like there was never really com- compliments or what was – like there There wasn't – that's not true. We would play chess and dominoes sometimes. But
0: Okay, wow. That's, that's very prestigious there.
1: I, yeah, my dad wanted me to be a chess player for a bit. Queen's Gambit, but, hear you. But I was in the – basement a lot by myself watching tv and then I, re- I have memories like when my parents left to go to out that mm-hmm. was my fucking dream like i loved having snacks i liked them gone i would get to go to blockbuster like being home alone watching things was my favorite ever and then in the basement and then i remember begging the to, to watch snl like once i learned what snl was i have very distinct memories. Being like, please let me watch it. And then I would sneak Howard Stern afterwards because there would be like nudity and like dirty stuff. Um, And we got Cable in 99 because I remember the 99 VMAs. But then the things I was truly raised on are Fresh Prince, The Nanny, Full House, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like that kind of sitcoms. I grew up on classic sitcoms. Uh,
0: TGF Friday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, was, that was amazing. Step we fam- by step. Ste- family Matters. Yeah, I did. I will say I was, I kind of grew up on TV, but the difference is, is that I was with senior citizens, so they wouldn't get cable. I would only have basic cable. So it was only like, one through twelve, or something like that, that I can watch, and um, they were very strict on what I was watching, like cartoons. Like I, I could watch, you know, um, Sailor Moon, things of that sort. But they were not just letting me all being willy nilly with the TV. They were checking in periodically to make sure I wasn't watching no trash. There was no Howard Stern
1: on <laughs> well, the no, TV. From- no, and I would take, I would make it really low, and you know, you would have the flashback ready, like the last button with yeah. something else. <laughs> what a good time we don't we miss being kids yeah it's um Fran Lebowitz says this when people ask her about New York and was it better in the 70s she always goes I was younger everything's better when you're younger and same with TV it's like I don't miss I don't know if I like miss all the technology or like running to get snacks during the commercial or if it's like you're just a baby and it was all exciting to you Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I remember this was a Backstreet Boy obsession, but I remember (laughs) um, one of their music videos was premiering on TRL and I ran home to get to watch it and I didn't have my keys and I broke my family's back door like the wood part around the handle. I fully knocked it out. Like when they came home, there was no doorknob. It was a hole just so I can watch this music video.
0: Okay, you're ride or die. T.L. T.R.L. Backstreet Boys. Music video, okay. I I I, I was never it. that. I was never that involved. But I I love how uh, overzealous
1: you are and yeah. passionate. You're passionate. Um, yeah. And Arthur, I remember rushing home for Arthur a lot too. And Saturday morning cartoons. You mentioned cartoons, and I was like, yeah, I remember Pepper Ann, now, Ginger. I'm-
0: Now we're talking about it. We're so happy and it's just bringing up such good memories. But do you really think this is like a good hobby? Does it does it make you a better person?
1: Well, now I shit is smart and you learn lessons and I watch science court. I feel like I learned stuff, but you learn about humanity and like especially with sitcoms and the lessons in the end and how to stand up for people Mm -hmm. and each other but it's not a hobby in terms of productivity you are not producing and I'm sure there's science that your brain is like not as functional as when you're (laughs) reading or something like you're (laughs) numbing yourself I mean it is a numbing tool um I feel (laughs) without tv I would be lonelier and more bored yeah I mean that's why collaging is nice you can collage while you watch and I think once I have a permanent home again I do want to start making dominoes out of uh, resin. I saw that on the internet and I think I might like that.
0: Oh, that's crazy because we just had Dulce Sloan on and she is a UV resin hobby hunter. I mean, well, she is a hobbyist in terms of that's what she does and she's really good at it. Like she makes a lot of jewelry and stuff. So
1: yeah, it's like, I'm not patient. Like I have friends who make, you know, braid, what is it? Thread and make friendship Mm -hmm. bracelets and all that. Like I don't have, patience no I, but also i want to work in tv i work in tv it is my passion like stand up and like so a part of me is like it's not productive but i remember i would go to meetings and generals and stuff and people said when they asked what tv shows do you like i know what to say and they go you would be shocked how many people come into these meetings and say they don't watch tv or they don't really have a favorite show and it's like how do you want to work in tv when you don't watch television?
0: Okay, my problem with that is this is why it's really hard for me to like watch a lot of stand up and just even reading people tweets. You kind of get influenced by seeing other people's content. And I don't I don't want to feel like, oh, man, I've kind of like copied or, oh, man, I can't do that idea because they've already done it. You know, like I want to organically have something going. And if someone says, oh, that's kind of like such and such, it's like, well, I, I I've never watched it. I don't know.
1: Well, Neil Bear, who is the showrunner and EP of uh, SVU for a decade and then mm-hmm. recently designated survivor and he worked on ER as a writer for like seven seasons. But he has a quote and he goes, steal from the best. It's like you bar, you know, you're all, Quentin Tarantino's influence, even everyone is influenced by their heroes and what they make. So I don't think it's like it's different than like a bit or how you say stuff in mm-hmm. stand up like you do by watching great television. You do like when I was first starting how to write scripts and stuff, and I'm not good at it, but I would watch Sex <laughs> in the City and beat it out.
0: OK, I would like
1: write the beats of a show. So then you can see how things flow Mm -hmm. in a way. And like, when does the story need to turn? When does the less, like what, like the pacing of stuff. And I also learned there's a couple shows that I watched that I didn't even like that much. And what I found that they all had in common or shows I gave up on was that they were more plot driven than character driven. Yeah. And I was always like, I never want to do that. Like you want, that's why (laughs) Six Feet Under is so good. The characters are developing. They don't actually... It's not wild. And then shows like Weeds, Shameless, things are just like, what are you talking about? Like, or Big Love, like he's in all this trouble and they have to be secret and polygamy. And then he's running for mayor. It's like this. What is happening? But I like
0: that. I like that because it makes me just think outside of the box and makes me realize that everything doesn't have to be so realistic. It can be out of this world. It can it cannot make sense. And people will still get into it.
1: For sure, I think, we're, st- like, I think we're still.
0: I think we're too literal at times.
1: It just needs to be realistic to me. It's like mm-hmm. he, like in Shameless, it's like he worked so hard to get to college, and you're telling me he's just gonna ditch it. Like there's no fucking way. Like there are just moments where I'm like, I just don't. Like it's different than Fantastical, and also I hate uh, what I've learned is like continuity. Issues, yeah, bo- those bother yeah. me. Where I'm like, wait, a flight from there to there takes 15 hours. How is she still in a robe in your living room waiting <laughs> for you? What is happening here? Right. Oh my god. Um, no, I understand what you're saying with fantastical, but I hate when it's like, yeah, maybe I want things too real.
0: Yeah, and I, but the thing is, especially right now in the pandemic, it's like, yeah, I don't want things too real. I want, I want them. No, you know in, what? Insane. I, I, I think. Watching the news and current events and everything—that's as real as it's gonna fucking get right now. So I I do wanna wanna pop in a reality show because it's like this is this is no one's arguing like this all day. I mean, every time you turn it on, it's like no one's throwing drinks like this left and right. I've I've never gone to a restaurant and a glass have been thrown across the way. It, it has not happened, and I've, I'm a I'm a, I was a cocktail waitress for 10 years. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's funny to watch because it's like nobody would be in these situations otherwise, you know?
1: I know one friend who had a drink thrown at her. Okay. Who but I his wasn't friend? there. It, <laughs> it's Sabrina.
0: Oh, that, I mean, surprisingly. <laughs> and I don't think she
1: deserved it, but I Sabrina's heard the, su- <laughs> But I only heard the story from her side.
0: She's such a sweet girl. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Okay, so let's uh, take a little pause. We got to pause because, I mean, you said a mouthful. A mouthful. You got to make money. Uh, I mean, (laughs) uh, if you think it's for an ad, it is not. No, it is for an ad. So, okay, let's take a break. Let's listen to the ad and we'll be right back. (laughs) Okay, baby, listen, you you know your stuff. I mean, but I do want
1: to say, you know what show is fantastical, but grounded in humanity was the Americans. I didn't watch that. Why? It was about like sleeper cell Russian spies from the KGB that have infiltrated like American life. And they had kids here. And, you know, the FBI guy lives across the street. Things are wild because it's like, how are you real estate agents, parents and spies every single day? There's not enough time. Mm-hmm. But the core of the show was their relationship and how it grew and how it changed and their views on Russia changed and how they're going to raise their children as spies. So even though shit was wild and they had these adventures, they still really focused on like the relationships of the family. Well,
0: tell me why I love Archer. Archer was like, that's that's my sh- that's the Americans for me, I think.
1: Archer, I never got I kept trying with Archer and I just couldn't. Why? It's I an don't animation. Know. I know, and I love Big Mouth, King of the Hill, Daria. Daria used to be on Hulu, and I would watch that before bed, but it's no yeah. longer there. Yeah, Daria
0: spoke out for the, for the monotone hot, hot bitches with bangs. Now, let's get back into more important things. You've watched so much TV. Can you tell me a time where it was like the worst and
1: the best? Actually, this is the one answer for both those questions. Okay. Um, I went through a breakup that fucked me up and I watched like 35 seasons of Survivor in six months.
0: You did. uh, You were talking about Survivor nonstop. You were not. You were tweeting about it. You were going on stage. It was.
1: Yeah. So it was like in a sad time, but it is one of the greatest shows ever made. So I'm glad I was introduced to it and got a new passion. And, like, it was awesome. But it was sad in terms of, like, just watching shows. Because now, you know, I will go for a walk. Like, I do things. Mm -hmm. But um, that was, uh, I was just eating Cadbury mini eggs and watching Survivor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm trying to think of, do I have a show that I would watch when I was sad, um, I would say Law and Order SVU. I think I would come home from waitressing and you know just making tons of money, and I was like, the only way I'm going to go to sleep is if someone has died. I need murder happening, and I need Mariska Hargitay. When I That's see her, what's
1: so fucked about that show is like the murder is the best. That means the episode's pretty chill. Yeah, sometimes it's like living child rape victims, and you're like, oh, this is uh, gonna be a doozy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that when they have the the what is it um
1: human trafficking.
0: Yes, when they have that, that's when I'm like, I got to turn it off. This is too. Whoo, this is stressful. Okay, wait, did you
1: see the TikTok of the black woman being like, when I talk about hating white people, I don't mean this lady, and it was Mariska in the background.
0: Yes, (laughs) that was a good TikTok because it's true. I was like, I was like, she's she's the only one that if we if you all had to go, Marisha's gonna stay. She's yeah, doing great work. who else
1: is in that group outside Mariska? Um, of, of white women that oh, should don't, stay? Oh, uh, black people really love Drew Barrymore? Isn't she another white woman pe- black people love? No.
0: I'm going to say no, but I think Sarah Paul- Paulson. I think I heard that's on the street, that she's, uh, that she's the one. Okay. The one that... And Charlize Theron, too. Mm-hmm.
1: I like the way you said Theron.
0: Theron. Am I wrong?
1: No, you said it, like, with a French flair, and I liked oh, it. Oh, <laughs> it was more
0: with a lisp, honey,
1: but thank you so much.
0: Okay, do, now, do you think that this hobby... Obviously, I'm already evolved, but do you think it's a good fit for me? Like, I, I'm trying to be a better person.
1: Um, I, pro- I mean, you seemed really into industry, I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, bitch, it was a good show. <laughs> I mean, was it, was it perfect? Was Gave it amazing? you content.
1: Gave you it content. did.
0: I was able to swindle everybody into watching it. And then more people wrote me back like, you're a bitch. Why? (laughs) This was, this made me upset. This was bad. And I was like, first of all, you don't even know what bad is. Stop it. Stop. It was, it was entertaining for me. But yeah, I just, I just think that I spent a lot of time procrastinating and a lot of time thinking of the stuff that I need to do, but I'm not
1: doing. I
0: know, but now you
1: got one of those step things. So you can be stepping while you're watching, which will be good.
0: I do. I wonder if it came in today. I'm not for sure. I'm going to, I'm going to look, but I definitely ordered it and I'm excited to, and I could step and watch TV at the same time. Like when you're at the gym. It's also
1: a nice reward. Like in terms of you do procrastinate, I procrastinate, like I had a lot of work to do and my reward was Atlanta Housewives where I was like, if you get through all this, you get to watch this. And so it can be used as like, OK, I'll watch two episodes now. I got to work for an hour or I'll work out. And then afterwards I can watch again. Lisa, I We're like I, little love that. puppies.
0: I yeah. I love that you're you're making sure you're like, OK, so if we just, um, you know, Make sure that we measure everything out, and make sure that we're not doing too much or too little. It's actually a very adult thing of you, because a kid could just watch, 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 watch. I used to play video games for hours. No one could stop me unless they came in and was like, "You need to go to bed." But it was up to, if it was up to me, I would I would play Nintendo sixty four all day, all night. But a, an adult will ration out. They're like, from this time to this time, this is when I'm playing the games, and that's it.
1: But now it's, I mean, I don't know if adults do that. I feel like a lot of people are losing their lives to Madden or Final (laughs) Destiny or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Call of Duty.
0: Call of Duty. Yeah. Mateo, Mateo Lane plays. um, He's twitching every night. Yeah. But he said it's good
1: for business. So I'm here for that. Yeah. That's the other thing. TV is so classic. And like, I don't, all the new stuff is too much for me. Twitch seems confusing. TikTok's too, like everything's too much. TV is just so classic.
0: Yeah, I'm too old. I, I don't want to have to look up instructions and whatnot. That's just, that doesn't feel right to me and it doesn't feel safe. It makes me feel um stupid actually when I'm like, what do I do? It's, it's not sexy, I'll tell you that much. But let me tell you what is sexy. We got a fucking game right now, Lisa. Oh, really? Get, we, yeah, we got a little. Wow. It's a. It's not a game. It's a segment. Um, okay. And I and I do a different segment every fucking week to figure out. I'm like, what segment is really hitting? And the one that I'm actually having a good time with is uh, too high for my taste. So I give you a hobby that I think is too expensive, and then I we talk about it for a little bit. Okay, so, I love this. Uh, for me, too high for my taste right now is art collecting. Very expensive. I mean, you can, you can get prints. Did you tailor this to me. <laughs> what did you tailor this to me? I was tailoring it to myself, honey. Okay. But it, I know that you like art as well, yes. and so you can. I mean, you could start out getting small prints. You know, twenty. $45, but if you really, really get into art, like like canvases and whatnot, it's going to run you $200, $350, 450 $700. I've been looking at the prices because I'm getting into art a lot because I, I have this apartment and I, I'm like, I don't want my walls to be plain. And so far, so far, I will definitely say that I've spent at least $1,500, at least. That's the minimum on pieces. It's too high. I, I, I think I, I was like, I got to cap myself. I cannot buy another piece of art. Meanwhile, in my cart, I have three, three prints right now. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's beautiful t- to have like collecting art. But I also think that you have to be realistic about it because you might as well just make your own art, you know, which is expensive, too, because paint.
1: Paint is not so dead. much money. <laughs> Wait, and, and I'm assuming you're not good, right? You're going to make on, your bitch. own art.
0: <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. You don't. Have you seen it? <laughs>
1: no, have you seen my art? No, I was speaking the collective you like. Oh, OK, OK, OK. Good. Like good, we're good. not going to paint or make stuff as good as the artists unless yeah. you practice. I mean, also doing art, if it's a hobby, should just be for you and for fun and getting better. And it doesn't have to be good. Right. I like that. Uh, no, art is actually a big uh, problem for me. And I've spent um, thousands and thousands of dollars buying artwork and I have no home anymore.
0: <laughs> What's the most expensive piece you've bought?
1: Um, well, I got two for one situation for 1600 And then uh, I have another piece that was a grand and another for 1100 Lisa. Yeah, yeah. And I professionally frame a lot of prints um which is like two framing is two, a lot 2 to 300 a pop yeah why is it so much money to frame it's art again and it's like you get special glass that reflects the sun cuz like the sun will damage your shit and um, oh really yeah over time and so and the materials and it's an artistic eye like my dude i really loved him and he would be like i like this thing and what about the backing or um, that white work and um you know they they do beautiful things they take care of your shit.
0: All right. Well, collecting art is not too high <laughs> for Lisa Drake's <laughs> taste at all. But babe, you're fantastic. You've you definitely opened my eye into the television world and you made it feel more important than what I was looking at. It I was just like, oh, we're such bums or just watching TV. But And
1: it makes you feel like I yeah. cry, I laugh, I'm scared. Like it does like good stuff makes you feel stuff.
0: Well, I'm crying in anyway. each but <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I love it. I'd be like,
0: yeah, throw on that show and be like, oh, it's just the show. And it's, it's you friend. It's you. You're crying. You're breaking down. Um,
1: yeah, I'll cry like friendship, people succeeding. If you win top chef, I'm going to cry. Like
0: Lisa, I'm there for get,
1: it. Okay. Now we got to get, now we got to get you off, honey. <laughs> Um, I
0: think the, the people should know where they can catch you, where they can follow you. You're you're such a, a light at the end of the tunnel on Twitter at times. So tell everybody your your handles, please.
1: Um yeah, and then other times on Twitter I'm fighting with people with four followers because Which is fun. I'm lonely. I <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, I like that. That's great. Um I'm at Glitter Cheese on all platforms and then me and my friend Kara, the studious uh person in my half, and very funny, but we have an SVU podcast that's messed up.
0: Wow. Lisa is just a freaking treat. Like she really knows her shiznick when it comes to TV. And rarely do you meet people like that. You, you, meet, you meet the people that it's on but they're not really on, you know, like the lights are on in the house, but nobody's in there. I don't know if that was a good example, but y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. I want to give Lisa one out of five in rating her hobby. I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two because it works for her and it, it works for some other people who are really into the actual TV shows and not necessarily of just having a TV on. There is a difference. She's re- she really gets into it. And because she is a, a writer and a comedian, she's being inspired left and right. So it's not going in a bad direction for me. I mean, we do waste a lot of time watching TV, but she also gets a lot of work done. I mean, she's been in a, she's been in a movie. She's got a special on Netflix. She's got a pod. She's doing stuff, so don't worry. Oh, look at this. Look at this. We finally have somebody who wrote to us. Goodness gracious, thank you so much. Let's get into it, right? Hi, Sydney, with a Y. Wow. Unacceptable. It's two E's, but you know what? Since you're the first email, I'm going to let that slide, okay? Hi, Sydney. I'm not letting you down and writing in to say what I think constitutes a hobby. I think a hobby is any activity you do voluntarily that brings you joy. You can be paid to do your hobby, but... You still, you still do it for free because you enjoy doing it. I love your show, and I think it's so fun you're trying new hobbies. I'm trying to find something new to do with my time as well and have taken up sewing. I'm watching a lot of upcycling and tutorial videos on YouTube, which takes up quite a bit of time, so goodbye to boredom. Happy hobbying, Marley. Thank you, Marley. First of all, you need to send me pictures of what you're sewing, babe. I want to see. Maybe you can make me a little crop top. Maybe you can make me, like, you know, a bandana. Who knows? I want to see what you're making. Send me. Send me that. You guys can email me stuff and also send me pictures. I love pictures. And I'll post them, too. And I'll tag you. So, I mean, this is a win-win. There's no losing here when you write me. But thanks, Marley. And thanks for loving the show. I need you guys to do exactly what Marley did. I need you to write me. Hey, at headgum.com. Or tweet to me. Tweet to me at nyc. And tell me what your favorite hobbies are. Tell me what you're doing in the house to stay sane. Um, and what is your thoughts on what constitutes a hobby? Do you have anything that's that's off the cuff and weird that you're like, nobody would think that's a hobby. I'm a, I want to read it on here and then we decide. Let us vote, right? And, you know, long as you're doing something in a positive way, you know, you could be stalking your ex. But in a positive way, you're like, I just want to make sure that my ex is safe, that that there's no real stalkers out there. That's why I'm following you around. You know, actually, it's only good if I'm doing that because I don't trust anybody else. So I'm not going to promote stalking your ex as a hobby. But for me, I've done it and we're still friends. So look at that. <laughs> but you know what? We'll be back next week. In the meantime, happy hobbying.
1: a a HeadGum original.